You're listening to the Pure Fury Creations Podcast Network, powered by Anchor.fm. The following is a Pulse to the Heart presentation in association with the PFC Podcast Network and has been rated M for mature audiences only. Some language and dialogue may not be suitable for members of a family under 18 years of age. Welcome to a show that's as real as it gets. If you're looking for niceness, this is not it. Nope. <laughs> real topics, real conversation. Of course, you had to go open up a can of worms. <laughs> I did. And probably some real controversy. Or, like, I'm, I'm very blunt or whatever. It, it's only because, like, I really try to, like, say what's on my mind. It is like you kind of knew what was if you know who I am and you know what kind of person I am, like you knew it was coming. Jason Klaus, I mean, running on adrenaline, caffeine, and rage at this point. So let's roll. Amy Sheridan, like, I have pains, I am old, and I have went through. This is the real podcast on the PFC Podcast Network, powered by Anchor.fm. These are the things that make the best the best kind of shows. I'm just mm-hmm. gonna be just uh, you are listening to the real podcast here on the PFC Podcast Network, powered by Anchor.fm. I'm Jason Klaus. She is Amy Sheridan, and we are very much going to uh, expand the borders that the name of the show allows us. Right. What I mean by that is we have no topic for this week. We have no format. We have absolutely nothing but wide open air to record on. Uh, right out of the gate after a long uh, hiatus, and I did this um, on power tripping through the 80s as well, which uh, in reality was recorded earlier this morning. Now, this show is going to drop immediately after we are done recording. The turnaround is going to be very fast. By the time the Royal Rumble comes on. Fuck, yes. I cannot wait. <laughs> this show will have dropped so uh with that uh, of the two shows that was on lengthy hiatus um it is 100 percent my fault it is 100 percent on my end and i apologize to you amy to our to your fans that tune in exclusively to our show and you know much like i said with sean and his show um I'm going to make every effort for this not to be a thing again, okay? Because doing the shows is my release from reality. But right. there's just been so much reality happening 
here in a very concentrated amount of time. Unfortunately, I had to uh, delegate my time and the show is what was on the chopping block. And I hate that that was a thing, but if you, if anybody who knows me and they know my commitment to Amy, to Sean, to their respective shows, to the network overall, if that's what gets the cut, then you have to understand that uh, the gravity of the other bullshit um, is on that kind of level. So I apologize to you. There is really no need, like, honestly, because, you know, I... <laughs> what, what kind of, like, honestly, what kind of friends would we be? If we let that kind of shit bother us like that, like this is a show, like a a show, there is, like you said, reality. And sometimes when reality and, you know, people's lives, it it just gets lost in the shuffle. And if I got to be on the fucking shopping block for a show, then so be it. Like I am. I ain't mad at it because honestly, and like I was telling you before, you know, like it's not just your fault. Like I, I could have totally texted you and been like, Hey, when are we going to record and tried to make every effort that I could to record, but life was hitting me too. Like, that's just what happens. Life hits you. And if, you know, if other people can't understand that, then I don't really want them listening to this damn show anyway, because that's not the kind of viewers like this is real. You know, our lives are real. We have we have real things that happen outside of this computer screen. And I mean, it just it is what it is. And if you can't understand that, I'm sorry, but bye. I mean, you kind of nailed it right on the head and I'm thinking of it like this and I hate being that guy. But this is where on full display, the generational gap comes very much into spotlight because people that grew up in our era, in our, in our time, we have a better appreciation for the fundamentals that are, that do make up a basic human friendship, that connection, that camaraderie, younger generations don't have that because they've been raised with their fucking faces into some sort of electronic entertainment device and that has become the reality that is that becomes uh part of their identity and how they correspond with people because i mean you can coordinate and and uh and communicate in one way through text messaging and chat chat boxes and online message boards and things of this nature but you get them into a real life situation face to face they don't know how to fucking talk to one another right you know and if it's something like this like if there were younger versions of us in in today's society you know between the ages of i'll go ahead and say uh, about 16 to 35 Okay, if you follow them within, not all, not across the board. Let me say, because I know yeah. there's going to be people. Be, Wait a minute, <laughs> I'm relax, right. relax. 
Unfortunately, you are in the minority in this. Yeah. You are in the wrong demo, but that's where you are. That's right. the cards that you were dealt with. So you're going to have to do, you have to work a little extra hard to shake off that stigma. Sorry, not our fault. It's not our fault that our generation and subsequent, or, you know, the ones before us, like we have a better understanding of how to communicate with people. Right. There is no argument here. That is fundamentally accurate. Right. <laughs> I mean, I'm like, I is. totally forgot last Thursday. And then like I was telling you on Friday, you know, I was like, oh my God. How we were supposed to record. I had so much shit on my plate from the week that I just completely spaced out to what day it was. And it it's weird because I'm usually like really good with time things, but it has been, I mean, for those of you that don't know, I was blessed with a promotion at work and, and with the promotions come <laughs> greater responsibility. Thank you. You know, like I, I mean, I'm, I'm actually, I'm super proud of my promotion because it's, it's been a long time coming and I worked really super fucking hard to get there. And wait a minute, wait a minute, time out. What? You had a goal, you worked towards it and you achieved it. I did. And actually, let me tell you, it was like. It was like I I worked towards this this goal for the past two years. So not only was it one that wasn't like I was looking for like the the long the long goal. Long term. And yes, yes, the the long term. And so when I first started out like this this venture with my company, which is completely awesome, but I mean it was getting to the point where I was like oh my gosh, you know, you just kind of feel a little bit undervalued and, you know, stuff like that. And like maybe a smidgen underpaid for, for the things that you're taking on. But with my company, like I, I knew it was going to pay off. I, I just, I just knew it in my heart of hearts. Like I knew that all my hard work was going to pay off and, and it did, it did in a huge fucking way, almost in a life-changing way. Like, so I, I got this amazing promotion and I no longer feel like totally undervalued and underappreciated and underpaid, like at all. Like, I, I feel like I am completely getting the proper compensation now and the proper title and, and all, you know, that comes with that. But it was two years in the making, you know, and and even when you feel like your best just isn't good enough sometimes you know like you you gotta pull yourself out it out of it and you know move yourself ahead and and that's what I did and it and it paid off it paid off so I'm super excited about <laughs> I was so happy like I said like two years <laughs> two years I was working on this and it did it it completely pulled you know pulled together and everything was worth it and it's, it's just, it's, it's a lot more responsibility. So, you know, I've had like a ton on my plate and, you know, personal things going on. And I know you had personal things going on and it was like, oh my God, I didn't even know what day it was. 
and then it passed and then I was just like he didn't even text me and of course you know Tim he was like did you text him and I was like no and then I could have then texted you and tried to figure out another date but I'm just like no I'm sure he needs his time you know like you're, you know, you're one of those people where you don't like to be so bombarded by all this shit, you know, and, and all this, this weird chaos. And it's like, it, I know it takes some time, you know, like to figure out your shit and figure out like what you're going to do. And you were going through like a really super tough time. And I didn't want to contribute to, well, no, pay attention to me and my texts and stuff like that. So Sometimes I feel like I get a little bit better response if I if I just leave the person alone and and let them deal with what they're dealing with and if if something happens and you need my help like I'm I'm here and I I I think I know you well enough to know that you know that like if you need my help all you got to do is ask and I'm here you know like so I, I felt comfortable in just giving you your space. And I think a lot of people don't do that. I think a lot of people don't like giving other people their space because they they want to just be like, well, what about me? Like, what are we doing? Did I do something wrong or is something wrong? Like, and, and then they turn it into them. And yes. it's not just <laughs> about them. So <laughs> it's about you needing your space. So, like, that's the kind of, you know, person and friend that I am, and I do not take it to heart. Like, if we don't record that week, there's a reason why, and I, like, trust that it's a damn good reason, so. Yeah, it certainly is not because I don't want to. Because, right. you know, I've made, I've made it perfectly and abundantly clear, like, I look forward to yes. the recording sessions. I don't give a fuck what show we're doing. This one, Sean's show, uh, the flagship show, how, uh, Turnbuckle Time Machine, it doesn't matter. Like, right. I, I, I really enjoy that, this process. Yeah. Because it allows me to be in an entertainment realm it gives me an outlet to say or whatever is on my mind, express, retort, rebuttal, whatever. I mean, straight up shoot a promo on somebody because let, let's be perfectly honest. I have a lot of material to work with. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, it would be very easy to pop this microphone out right here and just go to town on somebody. Just spin the wheel. Who's going to be the target? <laughs> oh, my God. I don't even need to spin a wheel. I just, I only have, like, just a couple. <laughs> there, There is no wheel. I could just. I got the Halloween Havoc thing in the background here. Spin the wheel, make the deal. Uh, Which do. one to get, does it land on? Round and round we go. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Ooh, somebody's fixing to have a bad day. <laughs> I know. You know, I find that sometimes when you just remain silent, though, those are those are the killers because there are those people out there that have to know what happened, even though like they already truly deep down know like what the problem is. 
I feel like they start like overreaching or doing things just to like get under your skin so that you'll you'll come to them and I am just I am just not that person anymore. You know what I mean? Like I'll just remain silent cuz I, you know, I know it's killing you and it shouldn't kill you because like you already know what you did. You know, it's psychological warfare at this point. Kind and of. I've, I've become quite uh, an aficionado at this. <laughs> um, internally, I may feel one way. I may think one way. I may have an opinion. Um, but if I feel like what I have to say, think, feel, or otherwise is not taken into consideration... I'll shut, or I'll shut the fuck right down on everything. Right. To the point that we're like, well, wait, wait. What are you, mad? You're not going to talk to me today? Sure. Haven't made that decision yet. What kind of mood are you in? <laughs> what kind, because if, you know, if, if you're going to be shitty right out of the gate, then no, I don't really see this being a thing today because I already spent yesterday and the day before and however long dealing with that. Right. You know, that's just one one scenario that's not across the board, but I'm just saying, like, if I get, I have no problem with shutting down in in an effort, selfishly, uh, because I don't want the drama, I don't want to deal with the shit, but at the same time, it's fun to sit back and watch how they respond. Oh, and what, God, and I what know. gets said, and what gets shared, and what gets posted, and it's like, all because I won't dig deeper into a text message or send one at all, really, because if, you know, it goes back. My mama always told me if I don't have anything nice to say, don't say a motherfucking word. Right. Right. No, I, oh my God, like that's so bizarre because I'm, I'm having kind of like that issue. And if it wasn't for Facebook and I don't even. I don't even get on Facebook that much, but when I do, like, I'm going down my timeline, you know, and I see some shit, and, like, there's a situation right now where, like, one of my my friends is, like, posting memes, and I'm, I'm pretty, I'm, like, 97% sure, like, they're about me, because this was, you know, this was a close friend, and we had, like, a little falling out, you know, last year, and then tried to patch shit up and you know like every everything was going good and then all of a sudden it was like I ran into one of their new friends and I I don't even think that they know this but they're you know they're one of their their new friends you know they're their friends now they were like oh aren't you Amy Sheridan so-and-so's friend and I was like yeah and they were like oh my gosh you know like I'm so sorry to hear about like you and so-and-so and your guys is falling out. Like, I know you guys were, they, they had said, you know, like a, a couple of details. So like, I, I knew that what they were saying was true and they were just like, I'm, I'm so sorry. And I was like, what are you, what are you sorry about? And then they, they told me that this person was just like talking, shit, talking shit about me. And I was like, Oh, what did they say? So they, you know, said a couple of things and I'm like, oh, and they, they kind of made sense. They were, they were on the right track. So I knew that something, 
even if it wasn't exactly word for word, because I, I don't know this person from Adam, you know, they they could have been completely lying to me, but the, the subject matter of what they were talking about was a very real situation. Um, and, and from that point, you know, I just kind of like let them go. And I'm thinking, I wonder if my friend knows that they really can't trust this person because this person just told me this shit, you know. But then again, I'm like, why would I even warn said person? Because they're obviously talking like all this crap. So I just ended up, and, and this was, you know, pretty recent, like in the last few months recent. So I just, I just stopped talking to that person just stopped because I'm like I don't I don't know what to trust but there's there's some form of the truth there and if if that's a fact then it is it's really not worth my time so I ignore said person which is probably said person like my my friends like Achilles heel they hate it when they don't give you an explanation of why so then my friend starts posting all these memes and, you know, like throughout the past couple of months. And like I said, I'm 97% sure that, that they're about me, but you can't be so sure. So I'll, I'll give them the benefit of the doubt, but it's kind of like, yeah, it's so, it's so messed up. It's like, you know what you did? Like, and then, you know, because of the situation, like I was trying to make it all better, but it just, it just wasn't getting better for me because I was like, if you were really truly my friend, would you have done that over what somebody else did to you? Like, I didn't even do anything to you. Like, you were mad at someone else and then you still did this to me. So it was kind of like, well, I don't really, I don't really need friends like that in my life. I don't really condone that kind of behavior. And actually, if I'm being honest, I usually tell everyone else to steer clear from shit like that. But then said person in these memes that I don't even think some of them are about me, but just in memes in general, they're such hypocrites. Like they post stuff that they do themselves, like a lot. Mm -hmm. So then I'm like, really? Like you're posting this, but look what you did. Like you just did this, you know? And I'm just like, oh my God, you're such a hypocrite. And then I'm so glad that I just stopped talking to them to begin with. You know, like I'll always be a little bit, you know, reminiscent and sad and stuff, but it's, it's, it's hard. It's, it's a hard thing to go through when you realize, you know, somebody is not, not the person you once knew. And a lot of times that's like, you know, that's, that's a good thing. But in this case, it took a turn for the worst because this person used to be so fucking amazing and so awesome. And I don't know what the hell they are now because they are just spouting off shit that they are so hypocritical to and that they do themselves, but yet they're like giving this advice, you know, I mean, I don't know. Maybe the public presentation versus what's what's happening in reality. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. You know, I uh, maybe it's something that they aspire to be, in which if that's the case, man, I hope they wise up to that shit real quick and that yeah, thumbs up. 
Like, I, I, I hope you're really trying to practice what you preach because you just lost, and I'm not trying to toot my own horn, but I know the kind of person I am, and I know what kind of friend I am, and yeah, they, they lost a good one, so. That is because you just laid out a perfect example of what I have talked about numerous times um, on the flagship show knowing your self-worth yes recognizing your self-worth is one of the biggest things that is going to be a contributor to what kind of life that you le- that you lead right um so i wholeheartedly without question uh endorse your course of action because if this individual does not acknowledge appreciate or understand the the level of friendship that you bring to this particular situation then they don't deserve it right 100 percent. you know if you're going to be an asshole go be an asshole to somebody else I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll say it i don't care what you know what are you going to do? Right. Not listen? You know, unsubscribe <laughs> know. to the show? I'll, I, I, I think I'll be okay. Yeah. Um, I'm, well, I've been just fine. And for I'm sure. And I continue to be just fine without them. Like, I am not missing out except for a bunch of drama. It's just drama. Which nobody has time for, really. Well, anyway, I shouldn't say that because so many people, I mean, that's their lives are wrapped up in drama. But um, for us, you know, normal folk that just want to get through this life being happy. I mean, I mean, I know kind of weird, right? But it is. Well, and if that's the kind of people that they turn out to be, that's fine. I know that nobody stays the same. You know, like I am not the same person that I was before. But um, I've always been this awesome. (laughs) I mean, I've always been awesome in my own ways, but like everyone looks to improve themselves. And the way I see it, they haven't really improved themselves. They've just gone downhill because of their actions. And if no, I pretty much walk on water. (laughs) (laughs) If that's the case, then that's fine. Like, I'll just sit over here and my broken self because I'm not afraid to admit when I do wrong. I'm not afraid to apologize. Like. And when I say apologize, I mean, like, truly, legitimately apologize. Like, a full, heartfelt apology. And, you know, like, trying to look at the situation and change myself to boot. You know what I mean? Like, so, it's realizing your faults, realizing your mistakes, and trying to be a better human. Like, that is what I strive to do all the time. I am not perfect, and I do not expect everyone else to be perfect. But goddamn, don't just, like, do something and then, like, post on the internet, like, don't do this. You know, even even though you just fucking did that shit. It's, like, really, really, like, really? You're going to fucking do that? <laughs> so let me ask you this. When, when you see something like that played out, I mean, I've seen numerous, I've seen numerous things that fall under this. 
is it an internal struggle for you for you not to put them on blast on a very public forum for being oh, the hypocrite oh that they really are? God, you know how vocal I am about that kind of stuff. So, like, it's extremely hard. But here's the thing. And with this person in particular, like, I understand and I recognize now that I looked at them through rose-colored glasses. They could do no wrong in my eyes. They could have told me that they murdered somebody and I could look at a jury on a witness stand and be like, they never told me that and they would never do something like that. You know, like... It's it's so fucked up, like, how I looked at this person and for such a long time. And it's, like, like my husband and, like, now my family members, because they were kind of witness to, you know, some of the stuff that this person has done to me. They, they are, like, no, this person is not, like, what they were before. And you should not be friends. Like, why would you ever be friends with somebody like that? So... Now it's kind of like, okay, I recognize that I looked at this person in in a, in a such a light that they could do no wrong to me. But then, like, when something that cuts so deeply and then to continue it and then talk shit about me to, like, their new friends. Right. And that's kind of the funny part because it's like, okay, well, yeah, you we're not talking and, and you have new friends, which is cool, you know, because... I always like, you know, enjoy making new friends or whatever. But this person I know is like super trusting and is trusting these people. And they're going behind her back and, and telling them, telling me like what, what they're saying. So it's kind of like, really? Like, and these, these are your new friends that you trust. Like, they just told me this, you know. But I I didn't even let them know that that I even knew that because to me, that's not even worth it to me. But to not put them on blast, it's hard. But then when you look at the full picture, it's like, I know it's not it's not going to do anything. Like, it's not, why waste my time and energy? Not to mention, why waste my time and energy calling out somebody like that I don't know it's kind of like is it like is it really going to change anything no they're just going to go and spread more lies and you know some people will believe them some people won't I I I don't really care I'm not I'm not out to hurt you know hurt other people or hurt relationships you know that other people have with other people and I I don't want to call them out and like ruin their life or ruin their their friendship with other people I don't I don't know I just it's it's hard but then again it's like after I calm down and really think about it it's like what is that going to accomplish nothing absolutely nothing you know. I think for me, it depends on the severity of the situation. Oh, that's true, too. I feel, because more often than not, 9.5 times out of 10, I will let it slide. Right. I'll, I'll, I'll let karma come back around and take care of it. Other times, it depends on how it triggers me. 
And if it does trigger me initially, I will step away from the situation and actually process my thoughts. Is this worth going down that rabbit hole for? Right. If I, if I decide that, yes, the fuck it is, and then we're going to, we're going to have a good time. Um, cause I, I know what I'm fixing to say is going to start a raging inferno and it's going to unfold. I mean, in real time on yeah. a social media thread, it's going to be like one of those things that you described that you were paying attention to over Christmas break. It was like one of the Michael Jackson eating the popcorn yeah. gift, gift type of things. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's what would materialize. Yeah. Um, I try really try like old me would have been like every chance I got. Oh, you are a motherfucker, and I need to hop on here and tell the world why I think you're a motherfucker. Right. Um, well, see, and I, I think if I opened up that Pandora's box, it would probably get to the point where it would be so bad. Like, because, you know, I got receipts of other things that, you know, this this person probably shouldn't combat with me because it would probably end something pretty important to them. And I I don't want to be that person. Like, I guess maybe I could if I was pushed far enough. You know what we call that? What? <laughs> Money in the bank. <laughs> Money in the bank. I like, when are you going to cash that motherfucker in? I know. Of- you know, and like, I'm a person too, just like anyone else. Like if I'm pushed, you know, sometimes I do react on my emotions, but the majority of the time it's kind of like, oh, I just, I let it slide. I let it slide. I let it slide. And sometimes for me, like that's the best course of action. Like, I don't think that it would get like, I don't want to argue with this person like on Facebook or even in text. Like, if they listen to this episode, like came across this episode by chance and and listened to it, like, and then they texted me and was like, was this about me? I wouldn't even fucking respond. Like, it's that, it's like to that point where it's like, unless something bad has happened and like, I, I don't know, like you, I, I don't know, like, just don't, just don't talk to me, like, and I won't talk to you, and we'll go our separate ways, and everything is fine, because I can't, I'm not gonna, I'm fucking 40 years old, I do not have time for this fucking childish shit, like, I really don't, you know, I, I don't, I don't, I just don't give a shit anymore, but if it did, like, I still got those receipts, and if you want to push me, okay, okay, see, see what happens, because That's there's, cool. Yeah, there is nothing that they got on me that would hurt me one bit. But I don't think that I can say the same for them. Unless, I mean, unless they came out with it, which I, I highly doubt. I highly, highly doubt. But, it, I mean, it, it wouldn't even happen. I'm like, you know, I don't know. I'm just over that kind of kind of shit it's just ridiculous you know every everyone has a limit and everyone can be pushed to a certain point I definitely you know think that that is a form of the truth but 
you know, I, I think this person pretty much got, I, I'm not talking to them for a reason. And I'm, I'm pretty sure they know what the reason is, even though they keep on posting stupid memes about it. Or not even about it, but again, I'm inspired by the conflict. Yes, yes, inspired by the conflict. And it's kind of like, okay, you know, and my family has said, you know, that they they knew that this person and, and had a feeling and, you know, looking at certain interactions and hearing certain stories, they knew this person was incredibly selfish. I just, I just never seen it. And I never paid attention to it for a reason because, you know, I didn't want to look at this person in a negative light at all, ever. Like, all I've ever done is just be the best friend, you know, that that I could be to them. And that's all I can do. But I am not that no more because I refuse to be a fucking doormat. And when you start opening your mouth and spitting out fucking crazy shit, peace i just don't care anymore like you know you want to be ridiculous and try to throw attention to yourself and try to poke the bear instead of just shooting someone a text and being like look how can we make this work how can i you know how can i make this better they they want to post memes so i guess that's what we're resorting to you know because we're so mature now in our 40 years just posting memes. <laughs> I'm, and I'm so guilty of it too. I post those fucking memes. But man, when you when you see some memes, it's like it's so true. You know, like some of the ones that you're, you know, you're you post and stuff. But like when you come across those really good memes and like they don't apply to you, you shouldn't post them. Like, if they apply to someone else in a, in a different situation, you shouldn't post them because people think that that's what you represent. And when that's what you represent, but you're, like, doing something completely different, that's when there's there's quite an issue. Yeah. I, uh, I could appreciate everything that you just laid out there. I could appreciate the fact that there is a struggle to, uh, you know, you've got to think of what's going to be the best, what is going to be the, what's perceived the best way to handle this. And then in your heart, mind and in your heart, what is the best way to handle this, even though it may result in a very difficult you know, choice to make. Right. Um, I'm going to go back to this. It comes down to this. For me, this does not resonate nor apply to, to everybody, but it can and it could if they chose to. You look at your life, right? And you think about the situation the, and, and the scenario. Is this serving me any kind of positive positivity in my life? Now, you can compare apples to oranges in terms of what was versus what is. Or you can just look at the situation more individually and and decide where the trajectory looks like it's going here. Is this something that I want to keep rehashing in my brain a day from now, a week from now, a month from now, a year from now? If, if at any point the word no comes up, it's not cut in time, and they didn't make the cut. They're the ones 
rolling down the floor because they didn't make the cut. Right. You got to go. And be pissed off all you want. Post as many fucking memes as you want. In fact, I'm sure there's apps and different art things that you can make your own memes. Go ahead and personalize it. (laughs) But at the end of the day, like you were saying, Amy, like in the back of their mind, they know where they fucked up. And they know that at the end of the day, if they had to actually honestly put blame one way or the other, not to say that one is a hundred is in the hundred percent. The other one didn't do anything wrong because we're human. We're going to fuck up. We're going to make mistakes, but there's a right way and wrong way to handle this. If this Mm -hmm. friendship means anything to you, you will do the right thing. If you choose not to, you are indeed a fuckhole and you need to move on um, with, uh, with your own brand while we're over here being awesome and doing awesome things. So best of luck in your future endeavors. (laughs) Best of luck to your future endeavors. I love it. I know. Speaking of, let's, uh, I mean, unless there, there was something else you wanted to add to that. No, sir. Make the transition real quick. This is going to be a little bit of a shorter episode, but let's make the transition. We're recording this on Saturday January the 28th, at my, my clock, it is currently 6.04 p.m. We are less than two hours away from the Royal Rumble. Yes, we are. Have, have you been keeping track of the road to the Royal Rumble storylines? Do you know what matches are happening? Do you have a prediction for the Royal Rumble match? I have, I'm going to be honest, I have no idea. I just watched the Rumble. My husband does. Okay. But I have no friggin' idea I about any of the matches that are happening. I just love the Royal Rumble. I just okay. love it. Hold on. Let me grab Tim. I know you're a big Kevin Owens fan. Oh, my God. I love him. Well, good, because he's getting his ass beat by Roman Reigns. He <laughs> wants to know your predictions. Your predictions for the Royal Rumble. I just called my esteemed colleague up here. <laughs> Kevin Owens is wrestling Roman Reigns for the Universal title tonight. Oh, he's so winning. We're just going <laughs> to Yeah, go Roman is, yes. No. Yeah. No, Kevin Owens yeah. is No, winning. Roman. Okay, we'll see. Head we'll at the table. See. Try, hey, acknowledge the I'll bet the rest of my fucking drink on it. It'll be gone by the time I get there. <laughs> What's going on? Hi, pal. How's it going? Good. Tim Sheridan is joining us here uh, as we put a bow on this week's episode. I was just explaining, Tim, and it's great to see you as always, my friend. Um, I was just explaining that as we're recording this, we're less than two hours away from the Royal Rumble. And I had asked Amy if she had a prediction, if she had been following the storylines leading up to this pay-per-view tonight or premium live event. Um What's your what's your take on this? Roman Reigns and Kevin Owens for the Universal Championship. On who's gonna win? Yeah. It's gonna be Roman Reigns. Yeah. No, it's not. They're not gonna take the title off of him or either one of them off of him at the Royal Rumble. It's the uh, the storyline and how they've done this whole thing with Sami Zayn and the bloodline and everything is probably the most entertaining shit they've got going on right now. Um, I, I'm really curious to, to see how this whole thing unfolds. Um, I'm I'm 
I'm a Kevin Nolan's fan, but I'm also a Roman fan, and I've got to go with Roman Reigns here tonight. Uh, the This pitch black match thing. Amy, quit shaking your head. I'm looking at him. <laughs> Uh, but out of my peripheral, I can see you moving like a fucking bobblehead, and it's fucking me up. Um, Bray Wyatt and L.A. Knight, what's what you take on this? It's got to be Bray, I imagine. I would think so, right? But they were really pushing L.A. Knight, and I, I, I really like this guy. What, what do you think about him? I, I mean, so far he seems to be pretty good and they've been pushing him but i still don't see them bringing bray back and building that all up just to have him job out tonight as long as it's top bill goldberg you know what yeah. i mean because yeah. that would be fucking awful um the royal rumble match itself are are you caught up in the whole cody rhodes return thing yeah so, I haven't really watched in the last few weeks, but I know he's returning tonight. Yeah. And I'm actually surprised that they were announcing it beforehand. It would have been an awesome surprise entrant. That has been like the dominant thought across a lot of other podcasts and message boards and things of this nature. Why didn't they keep that under wraps? It makes me kind of wonder, okay, if Cody Rhodes was not going to be the big surprise entrant this year, who is? Who's well, coming in? You got to think, I mean, there, there's all those rumors of what the match they want at WrestleMania is, so could that be the entrance that comes in and wins it? Sets it all up? There's so much talk and speculation on the Forbidden Door, somebody coming over from Japan, like, I, like last year or the year before we saw um, a few representatives from other legit promotions, like Mickey James, who was the Impact women's champion came and competed at the Royal Rumble and made a pretty respectable showing of herself in it. Uh, so you wonder if they're going to go that route with it. Is it going to be some legend or Hall of Famer that's coming back? Who all knows? But uh, I, I've i gone on record with this, I'll tell you. Um, I feel like it's coming down, as far as the Rumble match itself, it's coming down to Jey Uso and Sami Zayn. And I feel like Sami Zayn is winning the Royal Rumble tonight. I mean, I could I could see that, but is that going to lead up to the money match they want at WrestleMania? I mean, with the storyline going on right now, I could see that. Right. Unless, I mean, I could see the twist with Amy going, unless they did pull the belts off Roman tonight and build some type of match with The Rock at WrestleMania, because I know they've been rumoring that for a while. For there's, sure. no need, there's no need to have the belts on them for that. Right. Um, so could they do a KO for Sami Zayn at WrestleMania? I think it would sell. I Best think it would, too. Well, here's the thing about that. But here, here, this is what we got to think. The shit they've been doing over the last, I don't know, five or six years never makes sense, and it's always bullshit. So we got to think the most out-of-the-box person who could possibly win it, and they could win it. Maybe they do the Forbidden Door, and maybe uh, Santino Marilla comes back and wins it. <laughs> <laughs> that would be terrible. Yeah, but everything they've been doing has kind of been terrible at the Rumble. So imagine uh, that they didn't need it. Because well, who was it? I can't remember. Was it Brock who won it last year, or was that the year before? Uh, that was the year before. The year before. But that was the year that it was build up a match with Roman, and there was no need. Oh, him. it was last year. Yeah, it was they last had the, the unification. Set, yeah, they had already set 
the groundwork for that match to be there. And there was no need for him to win the Rumble in order to get there to take that match. You know what I mean? The shit they've been doing hasn't made much sense. I mean, they could have put... Because if I remember... I can't remember when Roman got both titles. If it was before or after that. It's been... Like, I've been so sparse on actually keeping track of what the hell is going on half the time. So... Yeah, it, it was at last year's WrestleMania. It Letting was, yeah, uh, where they unified the titles. Now, yeah. here's my thing. WWE and their creative can really do anything they want at this point because WrestleMania itself, it's a two-night thing again. Um, they It has already become the biggest grossing box office attraction in this stadium. Yeah. And they haven't announced one fucking match yet. Well, no, because I think it's that a lot of it, I think, has to do with the Roman and Rock. Uh, but what happens if they don't deliver that? You know what I mean? Is it really going to matter? They haven't. No, at this it. point, no. But Internet rumors. You know what I mean? It's. Do I think they're building to that? I mean, there's a lot of stuff out there on both sides of that that make me think that they're building towards that. Whether or not they can make it happen is a different story, but. Right. Well, not only that, then, you know, this this week I saw something where they had pitched an idea for Steve Austin to come in and work with Roman Reigns. And I'm like, okay, so the rock thing is starting to die down a little bit. Now we're talking about bringing Steve Austin back. What he did last year with Kevin Owens was what he needed as far as that big return match. I don't know how how he would go with Roman Reigns. That's what I was, I was just gonna say. Do you think Roman has the capability to carry that match in the way that it needs to be carried? No, I don't. God, kept Owens carried him through that match. You know what I mean? And not to say that he not he didn't carry him through it. He, yes, he well, no, I wouldn't say carry because it's Austin. Austin's one of the greatest of all time. Oh, he can still go. Oh, we're talking about yeah. Austin. Yeah, I'm saying that he did what he needed to do in that match to get Austin super over and make him look super good without putting him in danger. You know what I mean? They they did it in a way that kept Austin safe, you know, and it, it was fantastic. You know what I mean? I, I was one of the most entertaining matches of last year's WrestleMania. I had so much fun watching that match. And I don't know if Roman has the ability to have that same type of match with Austin. I totally agree. He should. You know what I mean? I mean, he's been on top of the game for a while. I mean, he's a damn good worker. But not only would he have that ability, would he be willing to do it? Good questions. Ego's kind of getting in the way there. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. I'm not. I'm not jobbing. Yeah. You, you. You want me to lose? Yeah. And then Austin will be like, I. I don't want to lose either. I had fun right. with it last year. You know, it was. I don't think that match makes sense. I. I think The Rock and Roman makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um. And then who? Who knows what's really gonna happen? Let's be honest. I was actually gonna try to get a hold of. He's like, we need to do another turnbuckle time machine on on Vince McMahon again. I. We did I that, last that. Month. yeah. As the as the the story unfolds here, we could have done a daily show <laughs> here in the last couple of weeks with all yeah. the moving and shaking going on in Stanford right now. It's fucking insane. There's so much going on. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Tonight, uh, eight o'clock. Ch- ch- well, I mean, by the time 
this thing drops, you'll probably already be watching it. So I'm not going to do a live thing here. But Royal Rumble Saturday, watch it. It'll be fun. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Amy, anything you want to add before we put a bow on this? No, thank you. Okay, great. Tim, the highlight of the show was talking to you, my friend, as always. <laughs> I can see that. <laughs> I yeah, I totally appreciate it. I didn't uh, follow any of the WWE stuff. I just enjoy the Royal Rumble, like just that match itself. Okay, seeing, seeing the entrance, and I'm so glad it's on a fucking Saturday. <laughs> I am too. I'm glad more of them are being moved to Saturday. Makes uh, my life a whole hell of a lot easier, and a lot yeah. of people's too. Well, on top of that, I'm happy with it because I can still watch the Rumble tonight. And I still get to watch the Chiefs beat up the Bengals tomorrow. So, yeah, Chiefs are gonna win. Uh, where are you at on San Francisco and uh, and the Eagles? Uh, I'm, I'm, I think I, I think it's gonna be the Eagles. I like San Francisco. I think they have the better defense. I think they have the better offense, but I'm still not sold on Purdy yet. It's Eagles. So Eagles. I think I think pressure there. Being in that much, pre- I just don't know if he has it yet or not. I just think the Eagles have had too good of a season not to win it. Yeah. Uh, that's kind of, I'm kind of was thinking it was going to be an Eagles Chiefs uh, Super Bowl as well. So it better be. I got my Mahomes jersey already. <laughs> I do. I, I have no doubt. Mahomes. I have no doubt. And Kelsey. So I've heard. I have like, yeah, I have like these little dolls and stuff. <laughs> I love them. They're phenomenal. Waiting. All right, well, let's put a bow on this. We appreciate everybody tuning in and uh, being patient with us with our with our little uh, break. But we're back on. We're back on track, and we will be back here uh, next Saturday, beginning at midnight, with a brand new episode for Amy Sheridan and her our special guest. Her lovely husband, uh, Tim Sheridan. I'm Jason Klaus. Go out. Be awesome to yourselves and to each other. We'll see you right back here next week on The Real Podcast on the PFC Podcast Network, powered by Anchor.fm.